0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk.
1: Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. And back by popular demand, we have the popular president of the Polish-American Congress West New York Division. He's a man of great energy and courage and vision. He loves the Polish people. He has dozens of organizations that are members and uh, perhaps a hundred individual members. So he's a real go-getter and he loves the Polish community and while there are many who are detractors and fighters and negative people Jim Lewicki rises above them all as a courageous fighter to unify uh, the Polonia he's a 1988 cum laude graduate of Canisius College he worked in healthcare for over 30 years presently is area manager for Medtronic the world's largest medical device manufacturer currently on the board of the Erie County Medical Center, and as I said, president of the Polish American Congress. So let's uh, talk first about what you refer to as anti-Polonism. What is this uh, effort against the Polish people? Tell us about
2: that. Well, well Brian, as you know, uh, the Polish nation now a sovereign nation after many years of of having uh, lost its identity. Actually, one hundred twenty-three years. Uh, lost its identity, uh, has really come into its own being in Europe and having its roots, uh, obviously, in Catholicism, having uh, been a highly conservative uh, country uh, with a strong national identity, uh, what we see growing uh, through Europe, but not just in Europe, but uh, in the United States, too, is this sense of anti-Polonism I guess you start to ask this question, like, why would that be? Uh, Well, you know, if you look at the EU and if you look at some of the actions of the EU, they tend to be toward uh, the left. Uh, And as a result, you know, Poland's an outlier. And so, therefore, uh, its alignment with the current Trump administration combined with uh, its value system uh, makes it a ripe target. Uh, Because it's a target, obviously its people are a target. Because its people are a target, you start to see it also permeate into Polonia. Polish-Americans become targets, and we're not immune from it. Uh, Not that long ago, uh, the Buffalo News referred to uh, Polish death camps. There were no Polish death camps, and we had to go on the the battleground uh, to, to work to get that reversed.
1: Well, it's wonderful that you're standing up for your heritage. I, when I was president of the Pulaski Association, we had you lead the parade. We honored you with a dinner of outstanding men of Polonia. He's a great role model for our young Poles because he loves his heritage and traditions and culture and the Polish language so much. Now, a big event took place in the last couple weeks, and I'd like to mention that James Levitsky was in the White House as a guest of two presidents, the president of the United States and the president of Poland, 200 people, the top polls in the United States of America Jim Lewicki was right in front of the two presidents of the two nations with the first ladies with Rita Cosby of CBS television Inside Edition who's a great poll also so now history took place Uh, you were speaking out in the White House about the need for a visa waiver for uh, polls so uh, Americans and polls could come back and forth easily. Tell us what the problem was and what President Donald J. Trump did for this Polish visa
2: waiver. Well, well, Brian, thank you. Thank you for that. And uh, and it was good to be in your company at the White House, too. Uh, you know, for, for over 30 years, uh, the Polish nation had been seeking out uh, to get visa waiver status. And then visa waiver, for those that don't know, uh, enables uh, Polish citizens now to be able to come to the United States uh, without having to uh, do the typical visa uh, program and enables them to come here uh, on a visitor visa for up to three months Uh, and it's a little different than the typical visa, which allows people to be here for six months. But for for several administrations, and I can go back to Bill Clinton, I can certainly go back to uh, George W. Bush and uh, Barack Obama, all of these individuals had made uh, promises along the way to try to bring uh, visa waiver status to Poland, Uh, but unfortunately it never came to fruition. Now, as you may recall, uh, during his visit uh, with the Polish-American Congress during his uh, uh, campaign in 2016... And
1: you were there with the president. uh,
2: Basically, uh, you know, Donald Trump um, promised uh, that if, in fact, he became president of the United States, that one of his priorities would be uh, is to get uh, Poland visa waiver status. Um, And so, you know, as you can t- see it happened uh... just last month uh... It was announced that poland it was admitted to the program and uh... polish citizens will now be able to come here this is a battle that the congress has been fighting for many many years many divisions across the united states uh... on behalf of uh... our community which numbers over ten point five million polish americans here in the united states alone we've got about one point one million here in new york state by itself of course this opens the door to tremendous uh, level of tourism uh, by people coming here from Poland, buying American goods, uh, shopping for services, the whole nine yards while they're here. And, you know, I think you got a president that, that, that got it. Uh, uh, and, of course, there's a strong allegiance, uh, Poland and the United States. Uh, Poland has probably been one of the United States' strongest allies, if not its strongest ally and so it only made sense that this should happen and it did happen under uh, the leadership of our current president uh, Donald J. Trump.
1: Let's talk about this experience you had uh, being one of the top 200 people of Polish descent in the United States to be in the White House, the People's House, for three or four hours Um, and you were with Rita Cosby. Next to you was General Jacques Klein, who was a great military hero. Um, What did it mean to you as a a native of Buffalo, New York, leader of the Polish community with the presidency of the Polish American Congress of Western New York, to be in the president's home and offices for three hours as a young man being there? What, What did it mean to you?
2: well well let me just tell you when i first got the invitation and and they do things a little differently now it came to me by way of email i i kind of had to wonder is this some kind of a joke or something (laughs) and you know i called the white house and at first i thought okay this is going to be something of a joke uh but the woman who answered the phone said the white house uh you know social uh (laughs) director's office and i i i responded and and uh so it was real and I arrived there that day and of course passed through you know the different levels of security as as you experience as well uh, you, you're kind of thinking to yourself like is this really happening you know here not only I'm a Polish uh, a person of Polish background but I uh, but I'm a proud American I'm a proud Republican as well and to think you know I'm actually entering the home of the President of the United States uh, I couldn't think of any greater experience for me personally in my, you know, lifetime that I've achieved uh, to be there literally uh, within 10 feet of the president of the United States and the president of Poland, in the company of uh, several distinguished guests, including yourself, uh, it was truly an experience of a lifetime and one that I will cherish for the rest of my life. Uh, not too many people have that uh, uh, opportunity. I'm I'm happy that I had. But I'm also happy that I was able to do it not only as a proud American, but also as a representative of of the Polish community, not only in western New York State, but throughout the entire country.
1: We have a great Polish-American with us today, and he tries to boost young people to get involved in Polonia. He tries to get Polish organizations and individuals as members of the Polish-American Congress West New York Division He probably puts in five hours a day for his Polish-American community as a volunteer, unpaid, because he loves his Polish heritage, culture, and language. James Lawitsky, president of the Polish-American Congress, West New York Division. If you're listening in South Buffalo, Toronto, or Manhattan, drop us a note as we blanket 17 states and half of Canada. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200 buffalo new york 14226 and espn 1520 is streaming you can listen live by going to our website espn1520.com and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab a little bit more information about jim lewicky President of the Polish American Congress. He's on the board of the Canisius College, permanent chair of Polish culture, and on the executive committee of the Erie County Republican uh, Committee, a fellow who boosts his heritage and also boosts the business community in Western New York, as the area manager for Medtronic, the world's largest medical device manufacturer. And I'd like to mention for other Polish charities, he and Medtronic are always there. And when Jim is very generous to these Polish organizations, Medtronic also matches his donation to Polish-American efforts. Now, let's talk about your goals for the Polish-American Congress. You're trying to always unify and help Poles, while there are many who do the opposite in western New York. But you're always there boosting, helping, encouraging Poles. Let's talk about your goals for the Polish-American Congress, James Lawitsky.
2: Well, we have several. Uh, Obviously, one of those is to share the culture with non-poles, and so we do that uh, through uh, a project outreach type of thing. This year uh, we're focusing some of our resources uh, to work uh, as co-sponsors of events with many of our groups as opposed to trying to do these events uh, purely through our our, our own uh, organizations. So uh, one of the things we'll be doing in the new year is we'll be – uh, working with the Canisius College Permanent Chair of Polish Culture, for example, uh, to uh, sponsor a talk uh, by uh, Jack Fairweather, who is uh, an expert on patri- Polish patriot Witold Pilecki. is one of the f- people, uh, like Jan Karski, who, who brought uh, you know to the world uh, the message about what was going on in those horrible uh, Nazi death camps. And so we'll be working to... Uh, Get that word out, uh, and and certainly have him as a speaker. And part of our mission uh, is to also uh, bring to the public uh, knowledge, or uh, I guess uh, cognition, the whole idea of what happened to Polish Christians uh, during uh, the Holocaust. Uh, so often we hear the stories of our Jewish brothers and sisters, and we've partnered with them.
1: Good.
2: And uh, uh, we are are looking to tell our story. And one of the projects that's going to do that this year, as you know, we we have a bill before the state senate uh, in the education uh, committee right now, which will look to bring uh, an education program which will be compulsory about the Holocaust experience of Poles and Jews in Poland uh, during uh, World War II. And that'll go, if if it's passed. It will be a Holocaust curriculum made available throughout every single uh, New York State secondary uh, education program. So uh, that, and then there's there's a lot of other social, cultural types of activities uh, that we're we're working on as well. But uh, those are some of the major highlights. Wonderful,
1: wonderful. And I'd like to mention that Jim uh, Lewicki works hand-in-hand with Raymond Jejic with the Kosciuszko Foundation, and they work like brothers together. Uh, especially on this curriculum uh, challenge in Albany regarding Polish history and culture. Now, one thing that you and Ray Judges have been most concerned about is when the media references these Nazi, murderous, horrible, vulgar death camps as polish death camps when they were nazi death camps on polish land explain that a little bit more in depth why polish americans are so insulted that they're called polish death camps when they were the brutal vicious uh, nazis under adolf hitler in world war two killing millions of poles and other eastern europeans
2: well the biggest thing is when you look at the total headcount of of poles that died during world war two on polish soil uh, it was in excess of $3 million. When you couple that with what transpired during the Catan Massacre, you're looking at about another 25,000 that was a part of Russian occupancy. But also uh, the Warsaw Uprising saw death in excess of 125,000 poles. And for anybody that had family members that came here uh, during that time seeking asylum, uh to hear somebody make reference whether it's a newspaper uh electronic media what have you uh the term Polish death camps uh well it just purely demonstrates clear ignorance that they don't understand that Poland uh failed to exist as a nation uh when that brutal attack took place in September 1939 uh in Poland and the country literally uh found itself uh you know, in exile. And without any true government, Uh, the the Nazi German Empire took over Poland and viciously attacked it. As you know, one of the goals of Adolf Hitler at the time was to exterminate Poles, Uh, not just Jews, but he saw Poles as subservient, uh, subordinate beings, and he wanted to level Poland. And for the Large majority did. If you look at what happened to Warsaw, it was leveled to the ground, and his his mission was to rebuild it as a German state. So when you hear these things, when you hear people reference Polish death camps, uh, they clearly don't understand the history of the country. They don't understand the persecution that Poles endured alongside the Jews uh, during that time, and so it just it just makes your blood boil.
1: It's also wonderful that Jim Lewicki, as president of the Polish-American Congress, Western York Division, is working with the Jewish community hand-in-hand, as both suffered so much under Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. Now uh, Jim Lewicki was also a very dynamic and gifted speaker of the 60 million Congress in New York City, as we blanket New York City and 17 states on the East Coast. He gave an excellent presentation in Manhattan at the Polish Consulate offices. Um, let's talk a little bit about the domestic goals. You talked about the visa waiver. And but I think you're involved also with educational uh, trade programs and efforts to boost the Polish-American cause here on our soil in the U.S. and Canada and I believe you're going to be active with the 60 million Congress with Toronto and Niagara-on-the-Lake if you could talk about that too. James Lovitzki.
2: Yeah, well I was fortunate enough to be invited uh, along with you and other leaders from Western New York to 60 million Congress Which is really a a program that's designed to bring together members of Polonia in different areas uh, throughout the world and in the United States to talk about important matters and issues affecting uh, Poland. But more importantly, how, you know, Poland can be brought into greater light and into partnerships for various things like trade uh, business. You know, Poland has... Uh, Some outstanding products. Uh, One of the things that I'm working on right now uh, to to build is a connection uh, for the use of uh, medical device technology, uh, but being manufactured in Poland. Uh, The labor costs are substantially lower there than they are here, but also their craftsmanship is outstanding. Uh, They're also one of the largest producers of uh, organic-based foods. And I've had conversations uh, with uh, various large supermarket chains like Wegmans uh, to see if we can further make available either by regular label or private label uh, Polish products uh, here in the United States and in supermarkets like that. Uh, Also, as you may know, uh, Poland is a leader in producing Uh, aerospace products Mm -hmm. uh, one of the best there are there is in the country in the world I should say and so uh, again it's raising the awareness making the connections Uh, I have very good working relationship with the outgoing uh, Council General Maciej Golobieski and one of the things that we were working on was a a learning trip in which several leaders from the Western New York area along with business leaders uh, would actually go to Poland see it, work, and visit many of the uh, areas of of, uh, excellence and expertise in the country, and and perhaps consider making a relationship uh, with these Polish businesses and vice versa. So uh, those are some of the things we're trying to do here. A great leader of the
1: Polish-American community, James Lawicki, our guest. President of the Polish American Congress, Western York Division, a man who is always boosting, unifying, and helping Polish Americans in Western York State and nationally. If you're listening in Chicago or Cheektowaga, New York or Washington, DC, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, five hundred Corporate Parkway, Suite two hundred, Buffalo, New York. 14226. This station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand, so please drop us a note. Again, James Lovitzki, 1988 cum laude graduate of Canisius College, worked in healthcare for over 30 years, presently as area manager for Medtronic, the world's largest medical device manufacturer. And again, when James Lovitzki helps Polish-American organizations, Medtronic is very generous and matches his donations. Now if somebody is listening in Niagara Falls, Cheektowaga, or West Seneca and they want to join and become a member and go to your quarterly meetings of the Polish American Congress,
2: who do they call, write to, email? Well we have we have a great website. Uh, it's pacwny.org and at that website are a lot of resources, uh, information about the organization, information about what we do, uh, but also uh, information about how to join. You also can find us on Facebook uh, Polish American Congress Western New York uh, and we have information and postings there about events and things all the time. Uh, you know, Congress itself is composed of several organizations uh, so whether you're into wanting to learn about uh, genealogy or you want to participate in uh, Polish folk dance or you're interested in uh, getting involved uh, in our language school uh, there's a, a place for you to land if, if you're somebody who's polish or have interest in things polish uh, there's an organization for you in our in our uh, membership. Give the website address again yeah. somebody reaching C-Pen. for yeah
1: okay Now, we talked about the domestic agenda. It sounded very good. And and I'd like to mention that Jim Lewicki travels to Chicago and Washington to the Polish-American Congress events out of his own pocket. He does not go to the Polish-American Congress for funding. He funds it himself. So he's highly philanthropic. Let's talk about the foreign agenda. You talked about domestically what you're doing here on our soil. What about Things other than the visa waiver program with uh, your homeland in Poland.
2: Yeah, I mean, I get, I try to make it over there as much as I can, given my business schedule. Uh, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I'm pushing for right now, when I travel to Poland and I meet with Polish leaders, uh, is you know the messaging. You know, we have 10.5 million Polish Americans here uh, of Polish descent, and. The reality of it is a lot of the information and things that come over to us uh whether it, you know uh, be movies what have you uh, a lot of it is still coming in in the Polish language and it's not an excuse not to know the Polish language uh but you know at a broader level uh, we would like to have uh, information news uh movies uh anything having to do with Poland uh, be made available to the broader uh group of, of non-polish speaking individuals and so, you know, that's starting to happen. Uh, you know, Poland's got an amazing rich history and there's so many great things going on over there, uh, but unless you have the ability to, to, to read about it, it, you're kind of like at a loss. So that's, that's one of the things um, that we're working on right now. Another thing that we're working on trying to do is, is to get more and more of our younger people uh, to travel over to Poland to experience programs of enrichment. Uh, for example, there's a program that's sponsored through the Kosciuszko Foundation uh, in which one can travel to Krakow, Poland and, and uh, spend about a month or so learning the language. And we're, we're trying to encourage our younger people to get involved and apply for those programs and scholarships relating to it so they can get immersed in the culture. And that, you know, rather than what we've seen over the years where multi-generational changes occur, um, a lot of times you see the culture go away. And a lot of these people end up in Polish in name only. Uh, So by bringing younger people to Poland and immersing them in the culture, they get a greater appreciation from where they came from. Hopefully that lights a fire and they kind of share it as, as they continue on, and they have their children and grandchildren.
1: I'd like to uh, thank those who called regarding our recent guests, Michael Blecia who heads the Polish community in Philadelphia, Frank Panushik and Sheriff uh, Tim Howard about Second Amendment rights, Michael Cracker with Unshackled New York. And coming up, we're going to have the dynamic chairman of the New York State Republican Committee, Nicholas Langworthy. Again, the website, if somebody wants to join the Polish-American Congress and become either a member or have their organization that is active in the Polish community as a member? How
2: do they do it? Yep, it uh, pacwny.org, uh, pacwny.org. If you go there, you'll again, you'll find information about the organization's history, the mission, and, of course, if you want to join, how to do that. I'd like to thank
1: Kevin Carr for 20 years as the director of production of the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, reaching 17 states and much of Canada. We have a minute and a half left. James Levitsky, president of the Polish-American Congress. They have a Christian conservative government, very conservative, pro-U.S., pro-Donald Trump. How do you think President Duda is doing?
2: Personally, I think Duda has done a, a very fine job um, he's, he's really energized the country, has stood up for its values, has stood up uh, for the national identity of Poland. Uh, I think he's done a, a tremendously good job, especially in consideration of some of the, um, I, I wouldn't call them threats, but I would guess, you know. Uh, some of the uh, attacks on Poland uh, for holding its ground and not budging and trying to evolve its national identity. So I I, I like what he's done as president.
1: We have 30 seconds left. Uh, Any efforts for Polish-U.S. trade?
2: Well, I I think that there's always that opportunity, uh, especially for ag-based products, and I think that uh, that's probably the first start. Uh, again, and I think for medical products as well, uh, you know, there's there's a strong correlation uh, between what's going on there and what we have going on here. Uh, so I, I think the door is open for that. It's just, uh, it just comes down to, you know, the government's getting together and working together. We've learned a great deal from the
1: president of the Polish-American Congress West New York Division, a man who's always boosting young Poles to get involved with their heritage, language, and culture, James Levitsky. And he's been president for the last few years and doing an outstanding job of leading and growing the Polonia of Western New York. Again, special thanks to Kevin Carr, director of production. We wish all of our listeners a happy and healthy New Year. And thank you for enlightening us regarding the needs of the Polish-American community in Western New York, James Levitsky. Happy New Year.
0: You've been listening to the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,